adults, if you love Skittles too, um, you can write down your favorite Bible story. Uh, But that's going to start October the 1st. So whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, kids, just write down your favorite story, put that in the box, and then we'll we'll touch on those starting October the 1st. Uh, Tonight, we will celebrate the Lord's Supper together. It's also root beer float night, and so we would encourage you to come out for the worship service, uh, stay for root beer float, uh, or two. If you want two root beer floats, you're welcome to do that. I'm going to ask all of you to stand with me as we have a moment of silent prayer. As we prepare ourselves to worship the Lord, let's bow together before him. Heavenly Father, we pray for your blessing upon this service today. We pray that all that we do would be done for your glory and honor. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah chapter 55 is our call to worship. And one of the wonderful things about the gospel is that in the gospel, uh, God does not say to us, stay away. He says to us, come. Isaiah 55, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. You who have no money, come buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. God promises us life through his son. And for all of his people, he gives to us his greeting this morning. So receive the greeting of our God and King, grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to sing together number 212, Come Thou Almighty King, a song of praise to the triune God. We'll sing all four stanzas and let's remain standing as we sing.
Please take your Bibles and turn to Genesis chapter 28. First book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 28. Uh, we'll begin reading uh, at a moment in, at verse 10. Uh, I mentioned to you, I think it was a couple weeks ago, that uh, one of the, the purposes of this time in our worship service is to, uh, again, encourage us to give up on ourselves, uh, to recognize that it is only Jesus Christ who can save us and give us life. And uh, to see that this morning, I'd like to read from Genesis 28, beginning at verse 10. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he came to a certain place and stayed there that night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you live in the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Children, you are probably familiar with this story. Um, Jacob has a dream, and in his dream he sees this ladder, big ladder, stretches all the way from from earth, uh, all the way up to heaven. And, and angels are going up and down this ladder. And now what is that saying to us? What is the point of this, this dream? Basically, the ladder is telling Jacob that God will always be with him and that God will always keep all of his promises to Jacob. Now, we rejoice this morning that, that God hasn't changed. He is, as we say in a theological term, he is immutable. He does not change. And so this is a wonderful reminder to us that, that God is always with us. And his promises to us will, will never fail. He will never go back on his word. But there's something else we need to realize about this dream, something else we need to realize about this ladder. Children, did you know that when we come to the New Testament, when we come to the Gospel of John, that, that Jesus says, I am the fulfillment of that ladder. He says, ultimately, that ladder was talking about me. And, and the point that he was making is that, that he has come down from heaven to earth and that he is the only way for us to go to heaven. Heaven is not attained by us climbing a ladder. You, you remember that song, we are, we are Climbing Jacob's Ladder. That's a really bad song. It's not true. We, we don't get to heaven by climbing some ladder by our good works. We only get to heaven through faith in Jesus Christ. Heaven is a free gift to all who believe in Christ. And, and so if, you are, if you're here this morning and you're thinking that Christianity is this, this list of do's and don'ts and things I have to do and things I, I can't do and that's the only way I can get to heaven, I have to tell you that that's not what the Bible teaches. The, the Bible reminds us and this ladder reminds us that the only way to heaven is through the one who is the very fulfillment of that ladder, the one who came from heaven to earth so that we might live with him. Paul says in, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, he says, there is one God 
And there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. We, we could also say there is one God and there is one ladder between heaven and earth. And that ladder is Jesus Christ. Christian, God has done everything for the sake of your salvation. He chose you from before the foundation of the world. He sent his son for you. He sent his spirit to to apply the work of Christ to you. And he will always keep you. He will always preserve you in his love. We're going to sing about that now, a song we've uh, sung before. He will hold me fast. We're going to sing all the stanzas. that uh, phrase that justice has been satisfied Uh, as a as a sinner I I deserve justice I I deserve the judgment of God and yet because of Jesus that justice has been satisfied and so believer in Christ you can be comforted this morning that uh, because of Jesus God's justice will never be poured out on you and that's a, that's a wonderful reality that we sometimes maybe struggle to believe. It's too good to be true, but it is true. God promises that to us. And so we rejoice in that this morning. And now, with thankful hearts, we go to the Lord in prayer. So let's bow before him together. Father, how thankful we are that we know you, that you are our God and we are your people. We know, Lord, that that is not because of anything in us or anything that we have done, but it's because of your love and your grace to us in Jesus Christ. We confess, Lord, that we have broken your law in this past week. We have broken it in what we've done. We've broken it in what we haven't done. We have disobeyed you in our actions our words, and and even our very thoughts. We pray that you would forgive us for the sake of Christ, that you would wash us clean and restore to us the joy of your salvation. Father, as we begin a a new Sunday school season today, we thank you for all of our teachers and substitute teachers. We, We pray that you would bless this season, that you would use these classes for children and teenagers and adults, that you would use them to Grow us in the grace and knowledge of Christ. May we uh, take seriously your calling, not only to study your word, but, but also, Lord, your calling that we have as parents to ensure that our children are faithfully taught your word as well. For all of the other ministries that will be starting up, some today, some this coming week, some in a few weeks, we 
Thank you for all who have volunteered to serve. We thank you for opportunities to learn and grow together. We thank you for our elders and our deacons whom you have provided for this congregation. We pray for these men that you would bless their ministries among us, that you would help them to serve in your strength and that they would do so for the good of your people here at Zion. We lift up those among us who are battling physical, emotional, spiritual burdens. Father, we pray that that they would continue to run to Christ and to believe his promise that he will give rest to those who are weary and heavy laden. We especially pray for Tony Visser as he continues with two more months of chemotherapy. We thank you for the effectiveness of those treatments up to this point and, and pray that you would use these next two months, Lord, if it is your will to completely eradicate any cancer from Tony's body. We pray for the work of Ripon Christian Schools. We ask that you would continue to use them as a light of the gospel in our community. We pray for the school board, for the administration, the faculty, the teachers. Lord, bless them with wisdom. Bless them with joy in their work. We pray for all the students as well. We ask that you would grow them and bless them in their studies. As as we open your word today, we pray for the work of your Holy Spirit so that we might understand it and apply it to our lives, that we may live in this world to honor and to glorify you. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We now give to Ripon Christian Tuition Relief, and that offering will now be taken.
We're going to sing uh, number 119E before we open the Bible this morning. 119E, teach me, O Lord, your way of truth. There are four stanzas. We'll sing them all, and let's stand as we sing. Please take your Bibles and turn to the very last chapter of the last book of the Bible, Revelation 22. Uh, We will be reading verses 6 through 21 in just a moment. Revelation 22. Geoffrey Chaucer was a uh, 14th century uh, English poet who is perhaps best known for writing the Canterbury Tales. And uh, perhaps Geoffrey Chaucer's most famous quote is, all good things must come to an end. And that's true this morning. Um, Today we come to the the 36th and final sermon of a study that we began almost uh, exactly one year ago. Uh, This is, from my own personal perspective, this is probably my favorite sermon series I've ever preached. Um, This book, which so many people see as confusing and perplexing and just really hard to understand, is given to us for our comfort. It's given to us for our encouragement. It's given to us so that we might We might keep our eyes on the big picture, and that's hard to do at times. 
But that's the benefit of this book, and that's what we certainly see in our passage this morning. So Revelation 22, everyone for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the gate, the city by the gates. Outside of the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty, come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. While I was on vacation, I, I started watching a, a documentary on Amazon called Coach Prime. Coach Prime is uh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is a, a, a Hall of Fame football player, former Major League Baseball player, uh, currently is the head coach, head football coach at the University of Colorado. Uh, before coaching at Colorado, Sanders was the head coach at Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi. And the, the Amazon documentary chronicles his time at Jackson State. Uh, part of the documentary, the, the kind of the beginning of the documentary, focuses on some of the health issues that Deion Sanders has dealt with over the last few years. In uh, 2021, he had had... Um, blood clots in his left leg that led in 2021 uh, to the amputation of some of his toes. And it got so bad that in 2022, they talked about having to, to possibly amputate his entire leg. And when they asked Sanders about this, when they said to him, you know, what was, what was going through your mind when you, when you lost some toes, when you when you heard the very real possibility that your leg may be amputated. When they asked him that question, Deion Sanders quoted the words of Jesus from John 16. He said, in this world you will have tribulation. Sanders is a, a professing Christian and he was making the point that, that in this life we, we know that it's not always going to be easy. 